0: G-Strings, what's popping? It's never too early to get your fantasy football drafts rolling. I know a lot of people are doing their redraft leagues. Heck, I'm in a redraft league myself. So I'm going to tell you what players you should take where they're being drafted at ADP style. So let's get it. Man, what a day, what a day. I'm just sitting here trying to record, trying to give all my millions of fans some content. Then I get hit with uh the news of this October UFC card. Sheesh, that thing is stacked. Be on the lookout for that MMA podcast, but uh I ain't talking about that. I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking ADPs that I like. If you don't know ADP stands for average draft position, so I'm just gonna let you know some of the players that you should take. They're being, they're just dropping and dropping, and they shouldn't be dropping to where they're at. So I'm gonna tell you what players you should be taking, so you could win your redraft leagues, take all the money, get all the bragging rights. And first up, I got Mike will made it. I'm talking Mike Williams, uh, for the Chargers, age 27 and. His ADP is at 72.7, which is the 29th wide receiver off the board, which is crazy. Uh, He's getting drafted behind guys like Amari Cooper, Devontae Smith, Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, Amari Cooper, maybe if Deshaun Watson was playing for a whole year, Devontae Smith has no business going ahead of Mike Williams. None. Amon Ross St. Brown, maybe there's a debate. I don't buy it. I'm taking Mike Williams all day. Last year, Mike Williams finished 12th in your PPR leagues. 12th. Mainly because of those first five weeks. Those first five weeks he had, let's see. He had, versus Washington, week one, he had 22 fantasy points, 12 targets, eight receptions. Week two, versus Dallas, he had 22 fantasy points, 10 targets, seven receptions. Week three, Kansas City, 33 fantasy points, nine targets, seven receptions. Versus Cleveland in week five, he had 36 fantasy points, 16 targets, 16 targets, eight receptions. And through that week, through the first five weeks of the year, he was the number two wide receiver in the league. And he had five touchdowns, five TDs, five weeks. Can't complain with that. So I know people might not like Mike Williams because, you know, oh, he has his ups and downs. He's whoop, way up, or he's whoop, way down. But you know what? What wide receiver doesn't have his bad weeks, you know? You're taking a wide receiver. The number two guy as of now it, with Justin Herbert, who has the debate to be the number one quarterback in the league. So this is a powerful offense that we're talking about. Mike Williams did just sign, re-signed a three-year extension, 60 mils. So, You got to love Mike Williams. I think this could be. Is this the year? Is this the year that he takes over Keenan Allen's spot as the number one guy? I mean, like I said, in week five, the dude has 16 targets. So there's no doubt that the man, they want to get this man the ball. Justin Herbert definitely wants to get uh, Mike Williams the ball. Because, you know, Keenan Allen, age 30. Although he's been healthy the past couple years, he has had injury problems. Mike Williams also allegedly Had some, maybe a knee problem, I think it was. Uh, So he definitely fell off, but, I mean, still, last year he finished 12th in your PPR leagues. So, let's see. And passing attempts, the Chargers ranked third in passing attempts with 39.6, so they spreading the love around. Uh, He had 28.8% of the target share last year. That was second on his team. That was 28th in the league uh keenan allen had 25.4 which is 13th in the league so you gotta uh you gotta like that he re-signed with the Chargers and didn't go somewhere else um in the red zone he had 16 red zone targets six only five of them were for touchdowns so you know his touchdown production has to go up he's getting targeted everywhere all across the field in the red zone Also, playing with Herbert last year, he supported two top 12 wide receivers last year. So Mike Williams going as the 29th wide receiver off the board after finishing 12th last year is insane. It's insane. So if I'm in my draft and I see Mike Williams just sliding down, boom. I'm definitely clicking on that one. Next, I got Cortland Sutton for the Denver Broncos. And uh, his ADP is at 79.4, which is the 35th wide receiver off the board. That's another one that just blows my mind. It's just pfft, blows my mind. Uh, he's getting drafted behind guys like Darnell Moody. I always say Moody. It's Mooney. Darnell Mooney. Christian Watson. Christian Watson. Elijah Moore. You guys are drafting these guys ahead of Corlin Sutton? Redunculous. It's ridiculous, but... Last year he finished 44th in your PPR leagues. so what the man hasn't played with any quarterbacks worth less noteworthy this year he's got Russell Wilson coming in so I always heart back. I know there's a huge debate who do you want you want Jerry Judy or do you want Cortland Sutton and I tend to lean Cortland Sutton if I was in a dynasty draft which this is not this is not a uh, dynasty talk. maybe I would take Judy. Uh, he's like 23, 24 years old, but I always heart back in 2019, Sutton finished 19th in your PPR leagues. Had 124 targets, 72 receptions, 1,100 yards reception, and this is playing with Joe Flacco and Drew Locke. Joe Flacco. So, you bring Russell Wilson in, you gotta think, man, this dude could have finished in the top 12. I don't know. You never know. But, According to fantasy pros, uh, Denver wide receivers this year have the easiest strength of schedule in the upcoming season. Man, this division is just stacked. It's just stacked. There's going to be a lot of points being scored. Every game, that's six games a year in your division, there's going to be high scoring. It's not exactly going to be a defensive struggle out there. So you got to love the Denver offense. There's weapons everywhere. It's going to be running a little more smoothly. you got a veteran quarterback who knows what the heck he's doing gonna air it out. that this dude's been playing in a russell west uh russell wilson's been playing in a run heavy offense his whole career so you know he's coming out to denver to come sling the rock uh last season sutton although he had a terrible year as far as fantasy point wise he finished seventh in air yards last year 1756 six was lockett eighth was dk who Russell Wilson played with last year, a couple Seattle guys. So when Russell Wilson comes over to Denver to start running that offense, he had the sixth-highest passer rating on throws 20 yards or more downfield. Cortland Sutton wants to go deep. That's a match made in heaven. Russell Wilson has always been good on the deep ball. So Cortland Sutton being taken as the 35th wide receiver – I just ain't buying that. And if I see him, I'm taking that bang. I'm smashing on it. I'm winning my leagues. I'm taking the money. Next, I got Christian Kirk, and his ADP is at 111. He's the 100th and 11th player being taken off the board. 49th wide receiver. Now, I don't really understand that one, but he's getting drafted guys behind guys like George Pickens, Chase Claypool, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. People are drafting Michael Thomas over ahead of Christian Kirk. I just want to know what leagues this is taking place because I want to hop in that league so I can win that league. Last year, Christian Kirk finished twenty six in your PPR leagues, which is a high wide receiver three. Uh, last season was Christian Kirk's breakout year. He had been a pretty much a disappointment up until last year. He had 103 targets, 77 receptions, five touchdowns, a little over 1,000 yards, which were all career highs. That's playing with Arizona. That's playing with Kyler Murray, who's a a good quarterback, great quarterback in fantasy. So uh, that last year he also got to play in his natural spot, which is the slot. So once he got moved to the slot, things started clicking for him. So uh, over the offseason, he agrees to a four-year deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars, $84 million, th- the third highest paid wide receiver. No doubt he has to be the number one option in Jacksonville. There's no doubt. When you're paying a guy that much, which is ridiculous, what I would have never paid Christian... I wouldn't even pay Christian Kirk half that. Well, maybe half. But still, at $84 million for four years, Christian Kirk is the third highest receiver in the league. I know he's going to be teaming up with uh, Trevor Lawrence, the GOAT. But... Still, that they reached on that one. So, there's no doubt he's the number one option in Jacksonville. There's no really receiver's worth a note in Jacksonville. It's like they got Marvin Jones and Chenault, who's been a bust so far. But, shoot, they talk about Chenault's going to be in the return games and stuff now. So, just... It's wide open for Christian Kirk. I know ETN's coming back. He was their first-round running back. I I mean, I pretty much see this as an ETN-Christian Kirk offense. You know Marvin Jones, he could take the top off a little bit, but I mean, with no competition, you, you know he has to be the number one guy. I mean, if this dude's not getting most of the targets and you're paying him this much, that'll be a shame. So, as the 49th wide receiver... Christian Kirk, I'm taking that all day, as long as he's in the slot in Jacksonville. I mean, if he ain't in the slot, it could be a tough year, but I think Christian Kirk has a wide open path to get up in that top 20, especially finishing 26 last year. You can hop in that top 20 easily. So, At number four, I got Alan Lazard with the Green Bay Packers. His ADP is 132. He's a 56 wide receiver off the board. And this one I kind of understand a little bit. I get why he's going solo. Maybe not 56. But this guy, Alan Lazard, is getting drafted behind guys like Michael Gallup, John Mechie, Tyler Lockett, who's basically in no man's land up there in Seattle. I mean, Michael Gallup got hurt at like week 17 or something like that last year. Torn ACL, he's going to miss a lot of the year. I would definitely not be taking Michael Gallup over Lazard. So Lazard being the 56th wide receiver, taken off the board. Last year, he finished 47th in your PPR leagues. That was his highest finish of his career. So I think the main question is, throughout the uh off season is what's aaron Rodgers gonna do they always talk about well you gotta have aaron Rodgers trust you got he's gotta trust you if you don't have his trust he's not gonna throw you the ball blah 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 all that stuff i do see aaron Rodgers um dishing it out to aaron jones there could be a lot of two running back sets there they just drafted a uh, uh christian uh, Watkins at, uh As he's supposed to be their number one receiver, I guess, but you just he's been playing at North Dakota State. That's a run heavy offense. I did hear in the senior bowl, though, he's busting heads out there. So, you know, I I mean, I think you got to see that Lazard could be the number one option. I know Aaron Rodgers was even quoted as saying uh, he's looking forward to uh, working with Lazard. Christian Williams, my bad. So, uh, um, with the departure of departures of Devonte Adams and MBS, there there are two hundred and twenty four targets that are vacated. Two hundred and twenty four targets. They're not just going to be running the ball a lot. Um. Uh, so those targets got to go somewhere. So with two hundred and twenty four targets, they got to go somewhere. Lazard's got to pick up a, a a majority of them. You would think so. Oh, uh, my bad, Christian Watson. I think I said Watson, then Williams, then Watson, then Williams, and then Watson. It's Christian Watson. But, see, that just lets you know. I mean, if I can't think of his name, Aaron Rodgers probably don't know his name either. so he's not going to be throwing him the rock. So, Lazard is the guy. And Lazard's uh, final five games of the season last year, he had 21 catches for 290 yards and five touchdowns. So, he was definitely doing the dirty work for the Green Bay Packers. I'm not sure how he's going to do in this number one role. You know, you're, getting, you're drawing the best defenders. So, for all we know, this dude ain't even going to be able to get open. But at the wide receiver 56, working with Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, I mean, there's no question I'm taking that. That all-day money in the bank, I'm taking that. So, my next wide receiver, I got Russell Gage. And Russell Gage, he was just playing with my Atlanta Falcons, and now he done... Took his talents to play with Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, with Tom Brady, the goat man himself. His ADP is at 148.5. He's the 61st wide receiver being taken off the board. 61. He's getting drafted behind guys like Rondell Moore, Robert Woods, Alec Pierce. Do y'all know who Alec Pierce is? Do you? The other day I did a podcast video and I was trying to think of his name. I couldn't even remember it. Just like I did with Christian Watson like five minutes ago. So, the fact that these guys are getting taken ahead of Russell Gage is pretty much insane. I, it's like I look at some of these ADPs, and I'm like, dang, some of this junk is just insane. So, this guy finished, last year finished 38th in your PPR leagues, and this is with the Falcons. The Falcons, the doo doo of the league. The, the, brand, the new Cleveland Browns is what I'm saying. I mean, so he signs with Tampa, Tampa Bay rolls with tom brady ab's gone after that little debacle he had last year godwin got hurt at the end of the year I, the man i i saw i know one of my homies like he's gonna be back for week one he's not coming back week one he's not coming back week eight they're gonna slow play chris godwin until the end of the year they're in an easy division chris godwin's not playing until november or december that's a fact that's not an opinion that's a fact i don't care how good his rehab is going they're going to slow play it. As long as Tom is behind center, they're going to save Chris Godwin for a late season run and the playoff run. So I know a lot of people are like, Russell, gauge this, Russell, gauge that. Like, oh, he's not really all that. Like, Let's put this in, in perspective real quick. This man Tom Brady has made some of the bootiest players fantasy relevant. I mean, he made Chris Hogan. This dude was a lacrosse player. A lacrosse player. This he turns Chris Hogan into a star. Chris Hogan leaves. He's nothing. B- Lafell Brandon Lafell. He's a bum. Tom Brady in New England turns him into a star. People actually think Julian Edelman is a Hall of Famer. A Hall of Famer. That dude was a option quarterback at Kent State in college. Didn't even play receiver. So Tom Brady. There's never been a quarterback in the history of the game to do more with less. That's a fact. It's not even an opinion. Even with old bum Belichick holding him back, Tom Brady still won six Super Bowls in New England. Throwing to wide receivers that look like me, they're like 5'9 and white. Can't even do anything. They're slow. So Tom Brady, he he does more with less. According to fantasy pros, the Bucs wide receiver had the second easiest strength of schedule. That's because their division is easy as heck. When you're playing the Falcons two times a year, you gotta love what Russell Gage is about to do. Last season, uh, Gage had 29% of the target share, which led the team. So he was pretty much the number one guy behind Pitts, of course, which is a tight end, but he was pretty much the number one guy in Atlanta. Tampa Bay led the league in pass attempts with 43.3. So Russell Gage is going to be slotted as the number two wide receiver on the most pass-heavy offense in the league with the greatest quarterback of all time. And he's going 61 off the board in terms of wide receivers. Let that sink in. Tom Brady's number two option is uh, going 61 off the board in wide receivers. Makes no sense. I'm hopping on Russell Gage all day. And my last one, Brandon Cooks. And I've been sitting here saying this pretty much for everyone, except for like Alan Lazard. like I just can't understand these ADPs. I sure can't understand Brandon Cook's ADP. It is just, maybe because he's in Houston, his ADP is at 95.6 right now, which is the 43rd wide receiver off the board, 43rd. He's getting drafted behind guys like Brandon Ayuk, Hunter Renfro, Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, what are we, This I just, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. Last year, he finished 20th in your PPR leagues. Since his rookie season, Brandon Cooks has only finished uh, higher than 20th, or I guess I should say lower, one time in his uh, career. One time. That was with the Rams. Less than 1,000 yards, one time. So we're talking about a top 20 receiver year in and year out. This dude's getting taken 43rd off the board. Uh, last year he had twenty seven point two percent of the target share, which was seventh in the league, playing with Davis Mills, who was probably, let's just be honest with ourselves, Davis Mills out of all the rookie quarterbacks last year, he was the best one last year. He played better than Trevor Lawrence. He sure played better than Justin Fields. Trey Lance couldn't even get his bum self on the field. We're having questions with him this year. So let's just give David Mills a little bit of credit. Like He wasn't that bad. I know he's on a terrible team. But him and Brandon Cooks had some kind of connection that for fantasy-wise, I love. Uh, like, during the offseason, they were tra- uh, talks about trading Brandon Cooks. He signed a two-year extension. So he has no wide receiver competition. I know John Mechie got hurt, I believe, in the SEC Championship game. Rookie. I don't really see him coming in and taking away some production from Brandon Cooks like that, not in some kind of serious way. But, you know, Houston, terrible team, going to be throwing the ball a lot because they're going to be behind in a lot of games. So you got to think that Davis Mills is going to be racking up the pass attempts. Who's he going to throw to? Old reliable out there, old reliable, Brandon Cooks. Like I said, finished 20th last year. The final four games of the season last year, Cooks was top ten in fantasy points per game at fifteen, uh, top five target rate per route, thirty-three percent. So just about every time this Joker runs out for a route, this dude's getting the ball thrown to him. So you gotta love Brandon Cooks. I mean, those were my eight. Those are my ADPs, and I'm saying you should uh, smash on right there. I'm hitting them all day. Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton, Christian Kirk, Alan Lazard, Russell Gage. Brandon Cooks, deeper in your draft, go and get these guys. I ain't saying reach on these guys. I might would reach on Russell Gage, though. But don't reach. Let them come to you. They're falling anyways, especially if you're playing with some casual fans. They're not going to go out there and be snagging these dudes. So let them fall to you. Stack up your wide receiver depth. Go win your league. Go win your money. Get your bragging rights. Then hit me up on Twitter and tell me how you did and let me know you won. And then thank me for uh, and give me a little cut of your money. Or just add me on Twitter at Crew Matt Ham. Add the podcast, hit that ad button, do it. Leave me a five star review if you want to. Forum below is unacceptable. Uh, be on the lookout, man. We got podcasts. We got podcasts at the Crew Podcast Company. We dropping them. We got another one coming. We covering all aspects of life. We got uh, sports, politics, religion, porno. Nah, I'm just kidding about that one. But be on the lookout for the podcast. Uh, thanks for listening to the episode. I'm out.